Welcome to Content with a Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Rendon, and I bring you SEO strategies, productivity tips, business hacks, authentic entrepreneurship truth, and inspirational stories from other moms in business that can help you figure out the next chapter of your life, whether it's starting your dream business or finding purpose in your current lifestyle. You can find me as Content with a Purpose on any social media or as Gabby Rendon in LinkedIn. And without any delay, let's do this. Hello, beautiful people. Well, in today's episode, I want to share with you a little bit of my background on how on earth did I end up having my own business here in the United States. Well, I am from Mexico, and uh, back then I used to be uh, have my full-time job. Before that, I had a, a business, I sold it, and then have a full-time job, and then I, I relocated to the United States, right? Um, I really thought I was going to be able to continue my life as I expect, like a few years and then you go and get a job or if that was not that um, complicated for me, I was going to start a business because if I was able to do it once, I could do it all over again, right? Well, no, I was so wrong. Because no matter how much experience you have in the past, when you're starting a business in a different country and uh, without a support network, and it is um, not knowing the regulations and what can you do, is very scary and it is very uh, challenging. So I got into several bumps into how it was so complex for me to understand all these regulations, like, like where do I start? So instead, I got this uh, research mode and I went down the rabbit hole and I registered for every class, every seminar, every training session, every workshop, everything, because I really wanted to understand what was going on. So what it is called right now, um, information um, overwhelmed, like I was, it was so much information for me. And then in, in that craving of trying to set up a, a business, I remember I was in the, I was a volunteer at school, my kid's school. And of course, somehow I ended up uh, in a team, which I didn't know what was back then from other moms at school. They just told me, hey, it is so much fun. You meet other moms, you go to events. And um, while you're at the event, you start talking about this, um, this uh, brand and then you make money out of it. And it is just trying to connect other moms and that's how you make money. You're like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. And uh, she was extremely energetic, like, okay, I'll, I'll try it out. I was new in town, I, I didn't know anybody, so I actually thought it was a, going to be a very good uh, option for me because I didn't have a network, I didn't know anybody, and uh, yeah, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't be successful? Because I used to be successful in my previous job and in my pre- pre- uh, previous uh, uh, business in Mexico, right? But after month of shadowing my lead, making events, making calls to people, attending all these uh, trunk parties, which I didn't know was a trunk party back then. I realized everybody was making sales, everybody was doing um, 
these orders, everybody was making some sort of pro progress, everyone but me. And I was like, I don't know what is going on. I joined the, those teams. It was not the only thing I tried. I also did some part-time jobs. And uh, a lot of them told me, hey, you are overqualified. I'm so sorry, you cannot be here. Uh, other ones like, well, you are too Spanglish, or you are too bossy, or you are not tech enough, you're not flexible enough because you're a mom. Long story short, I ended up with a pile of useless inventory, dozens of rejection letters, and a very hard ego. Yeah, I know. Let's be honest. When you really want to start something and you, in your heart, feel is the right thing to do, it is very hard to let go. It just keeps in your mind, it roams your mind, and secretly you visualize how can you get back your old life as a working mom, as a successful business owner, and then you look at the house chores, the school, the school stuff, that never-ending pile of laundry, the half-baked cookies, because I don't cook, so everything goes almost bad, um, and the possibility to make your dream a reality seems practically impossible. And that, is, that was my feeling back then. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely gave up on joining these called teams, which I didn't know what it was something called an MLM, a multi-level marketing business, which later on I, I learned it was a so-called pyramid uh, networking. And uh, I didn't like those. So after several interview fiascos and um, very hurt ego, I made Borders, the bookstore, my refuge. I know it doesn't exist anymore, but that was my refuge. I spent practically, practically all my free mornings after uh, volunteering and after being uh, done with my projects as a freelancer, uh, reading a book and drinking coffee. It was my own way of challenging the status quo, saying, hey, I don't care about you, I'm not going to follow that path. And uh, I was, and it was during this rebel phase that I learned new languages, I learned uh, Italian, I learned coding, I learned to program, I learned nonprofit management, and above all, I discovered two books that changed my mind. My life, sorry, not my, my, my life. I, I really discovered two books that changed my life. The first is The Art of the SEO, and the second is book Do the Kind Thing. The first book, The Art of the SEO, pushed me to a new career, while the second one opened my mindset to a new world. Long story short, while my kids did their homework, I learned the in and out of the search engines, the content management systems, how to build a website, how to design them, the digital marketing. And uh, during summer vacations, I avidly reread Do the Kind Thing and understood that starting a business, mimicking others, uh, or measuring your life on someone else's concept of success doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve a balanced life. And I learned also that you don't find your purpose, you create it. And that's one of the most important keys to success in life, is to live passionately. So that is exactly what 
made my life different. Understanding that, hey, what's my purpose in life? I don't know, you have to go and find it. No, you create your purpose. You create what you want to do, who you want to become. And how successful you are? Well, that is that depends on what success means to you. Because as we know, the word passion is often overused. Some people say that it's a burning desire, an intense interest, and sometimes it's just an emotional commitment. However, for me, when it comes to success, passion is a mindset. A way of approaching life that keeps you motivated and propels you through the hard times. Passion gives you this desire to succeed. Okay, so after many years of trials and errors and all these doing things, um, I decided to kick out my mommy guilt, stop trying to please everybody else, and I understood that above all, I am a mom. I embrace my motherhood role. I look for uh, all the things in my new stage in my life, in my new reality as a mom, as a stay-at-home mom. And of all the things that I learned through, through these new books. And that's how I, um, weird, saying uh, entrepreneurship is pretty much like motherhood. That's how I found it. Uh, we are very resourceful, we are tenacious, problem-solving, creative, innovative, and we are never afraid to get our hands dirty. I'm not going to lie, in the beginning it was chaos when I started all this journey, all my journey on my mompreneur mom path, it was chaos. Between the carpooling, which I'm still doing, the after, after school programs, which I still have to do those, the house chores, not that much, and all the competitions, the first days of uh, my small business uh, planning were exhausting. Eventually, I was able to go from idea to action while juggling motherhood. Of course, the results were not immediate. Between family drama, a pandemic, and an emotional tsunami, now, many years later, now I have a profitable business. So I'm very happy of what I'm doing. And uh, I want to share with you a little bit more about what this motherhood and entrepreneurship is all about. So, what is this term called the mompreneur? Where did this all come from? Well, the term mompreneur was first introduced in the 1990s by Ellen Parlapiano and Patricia Covey with their website mompreneursonline.com and later on in their book Mompreneurs, a mother's practical step-by-step guide to work at home success. A little after that term, the mompreneur term, the concept, got into a section of the magazine Entrepreneur and then another online publication like the Mompreneur magazine. However, there is no single accepted definition worldwide. And the term often says that it's a woman who starts and runs her own business while also managing the responsibilities of motherhood. That is what the scholars and the researchers have said that Mompreneur, the concept it is about. But despite the generalization and lack of research, there are three crucial elements that you can find in the mompreneur concept. 
One, every mompreneur is in search of work and life balance. We are caring for the needs of one family and of course, the need for excitement and career fulfillment, right? For some scholars, the mompreneurs are the result of push or pull factors, meaning that push factor that we have the working moms who have resigned traditional jobs and career due to lack of flexibility, just to look after a child and so to start a business. Because, you know, we, we really are there for our kids, but we still want to keep on this fulfillment as a career, a professional woman. On the other hand, we have the pull factor. Stay-at-home mothers uh, found that starting a business can create an identity. They were, since the beginning, uh, decided that they were going to raise their children. However, they want a lifestyle they can control, contrary to traditional job structures. And they seek out autonomy and financial independence. But you can see the concept is absolutely depends on where are you in your mom or your women um, journey as a career profession or your goals, life goals, right? Whether push or pull factor, the mompreneur phenomenon plays an important in today's business landscape. According to the estimates from Working Mother magazine, one in three women-owned businesses in the United States is owned by a mom. And in the 2022 report of the National Women's Business Councils, it mentions that 12.1 million women own businesses. So we have 12.1 million women own businesses, meaning that 4 million are owned by moms. In Europe, eBay Germany revealed that self-employed moms generated 42.0 billion euros in 2016. And in the UK, the mompreneurs generated 7.2 billion British pounds 20 in 2015. That's before the pandemic, of course. And if you do a quick search on Facebook looking for mompreneur groups, there are over 10,000 groups. And if you do that, the same thing on Google search on the term mompreneur group, you will find 2.4 million results uh, for mompreneurs mompreneur only and 338,000 results for mompreneur groups. So as you can see, or listen, the rise of the mompreneur is not only reshaping the way we think about entrepreneurship, but also challenging societal, societal norms and expectations. Mompreneurs create continuity throughout different stages of your life. You can start a business when your babies, uh, when you have babies, and then you can transition or pivot when they are toddlers and middle schoolers and then high schoolers and they're empty nester. It is a never ending process that you can actually pivot throughout your, the stages of your life. Okay, that's something that you don't have in any other business. And it is very hard to do with a very traditional career or it's very hard to do with a brick and mortar. So as I mentioned, I do have my share of failures and hurt egos, but finding the mompreneur uh, concept and embracing my motherhood path has changed my life. And uh, it is the perfect motivation to revenge myself, myself when, when towards success. Of course, I couldn't be 
continuing on the podcast without discussing the social media, right? And uh, you know, I am extremely in favor of social media. I do. I'm a profound believer that social media and technology are catalysts for good. And nowadays, there are more women making uh, the conscious decision and effort to <laughs> actually go into social media and start something than before. We, uh, social media has given women a platform to debate problems, opinions, views, share our knowledge via blogs, private forums, and created a new set of economic opportunities. It has also made possible for us to start new businesses from our kitchen and reach global markets easily, something that it was unthinkable a decade ago that I started, right? Ten, ten years ago that I started all this path, this was not a thing. So it was very hard. Right now, it is so uh, easy for mom to say, I want to start a business, let's go and do it. But social media has helped us moms to start our own industry, not only a business. We have absolutely an industry that is called the mommy blogging and the momfluencer industry. Yep, it is a thing. The momfluencer industry is a thing. Okay, blogging comes natural to many moms. It is way more structured and now in social uh, media, it is a social selling from the moms, which is a momfluencer industry. We contribute with our stories. We build a supportive community around our mishaps, successes, experiences. And did you know about 3.9 million moms in the United States identify as bloggers and they're on average uh, earning $2,280 a month. So just from their phone. And um, others, of course, they go all the way to $50,000 a month promoting products they believe in, especially the ones who are uh, cater to their own families that they are used and that is something that I love right how absolutely technology technology has played a significant role in empowering women empower, empowering moms and are is usually that was a little bit on how the mompreneur concept and how it, it plays this industry and because I wanted to share with you how large the industry of the mom influencer or the mom blogger or the mompreneur is in the United States. But I also want to share with you a little bit of uh, going back to the, 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 the center of the episode to sharing my story is that while finding this purpose, creating my purpose, I am I am a volunteer of uh, uh, from uh, SCORE the uh, small business uh, mentor. Uh, I am a volunteer uh, for SCORE Houston, which is a nonprofit that helps small businesses to start, grow, or scale their business, right? Where they're the entire process. So when I was doing this and I was mentoring other businesses, business owners, I looked at of all the clients that I mentored is that the majority of the uh, of the women uh, I business owners that I I mentor they were basically divided in four areas one was the coaching life coaching the other one was the uh, 
life um, hand the handcraft or the farmers market something that has to do with home-based business the other one was uh, absolutely online classes anything that had to do with online classes and the fourth one was about professional services doing digitally and that led me to see that these moms were absolutely looking into ways to keep on their uh, raising their children and starting a business. So they were absolutely in the same path that I was 10 years ago, the mompreneur path, now with more technology, now with more uh, with social media that can actually help them. So all that came into my mind. I said, well, do you know something? After hundreds of hours volunteering, after hundreds of hours uh, helping these um, business owners that happened to be moms, uh, I decided to say, well, these big four blocks are the ones that they are absolutely more inclined to for many reasons. One is they are low-cost entries, they are home-based, and they are so flexible that you can actually uh, do it on your own time while, take, while raising your kids, and you're not sacrificing any family time. I understand that that is something that I had to go into more research, and I will talk about it later on in other episodes. But that was a little bit of my story today, and uh, I hope you enjoy a little bit of what, how I came up with this, um, my digital business, my marketing business, how I started my a little bit frustration. And of course, this concept of the mompreneurs and the impact it is having in our current economy. And um, that's it for today. My name is Gaby Rendon, and you can find me as Content with a Purpose on any social media or as Gaby Rendon on LinkedIn. And until next week, thank you and bye-bye.